This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig on Moose FM. Welcome to the show. A little later on, we're going to be chatting with Sneal Mystery, who owns Merwin Optical, but he's also the vice president of the North Peace Cricket Foundation. They held their annual County Cricket League Cup last month, so we'll chat about cricket in Fort St. John, and apparently he's brought some props to show off if you happen to be watching the video, so that should be lots of fun. But first, you may have noticed that you can't see news from energeticcity.ca on your Facebook or Instagram feeds anymore. That's because Meta, the company that owns those social media platforms, is blocking Canadian news organizations like EnergeticCity.ca from sharing links to news articles in response to the federal government's Bill C-18. To talk a bit about the bill and Meta's blocking of these articles and the impact it's having on local news, we're joined now by EnergeticCity.ca and Moose FM owner and general manager, Adam Rayburn. Adam, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to, uh, I guess, this side of the microphone <laughs> yeah, on Moose exactly. Talks. So if we can briefly, I, I sort of outlined it there, but tell us a bit more about Bill C-18 and exactly, if you can, what's going on with it. Sure. So Bill C-18 received royal assent um, at the end of June. It is a bill that the Liberal government put together. And the, the basic concept is they are saying that because Facebook, Google, and those are the primary ones, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Google, are sharing content from news organizations and making money off of that content, they should be paying news organizations for use of that content. Mm -hmm. So that bill received royal assent in June. It will go into law at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And so we're in this period right now where they're still working through exactly what the rules regulations are going to be. We'll see what those are probably in the next two to three weeks. But this has then been Meta's reaction to that bill blocking all news so not obviously just us but all news you can't even see um, international news now okay uh, on facebook so they've even gone so far as to block anything from the large news outlets uh, around the world mm -hmm. i mean this is obviously we've been talking about this a lot around the station over the past uh, i mean it's got to be most of this year really when we first heard about this bill um, I didn't know about the international news. I didn't realize that was yeah. also happening because we thought maybe it would just be Canadian news organizations. But you might see news stories about Canada, but from, say, CNN, which is based in the United States. Yeah. But you're saying it's it's nope. news in general that yeah. seems if to be you, If you go and look at any page of a news organization that you may have followed or one that you like to follow, um, you will not see it at all. And if you try to share a link, that's probably the bigger part, right, is you as an individual user can't even share a news link, mm -hmm. which I know has already caused some issues with uh, the folks evacuating from Yellowknife and I'm sure yes. also down in the Okanagan with what's going on there. Um, and that's, I think, some of the major concern is what happens when emergencies happen and sharing information so that your friends, family, and just, you know, everyone else can see it. So it's, it's more than just our page is gone. Mm -hmm. It's still there. You can't see anything on it, but you also, as the end user, can't actually share news on your profile uh, as well, too. 
Mm-hmm. And again, I mean, this isn't just energeticcity.ca. This no. is the big ones in, in the country, CTV, Everybody. Global, yep. your newspapers, well, they, And everything. they even blocked radio stations. And we, yeah. uh, as Moose FM, are one of the few that's still on there because we appealed it saying, well, we don't share news on our social media profiles. And they actually did uh, overturn that decision. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of radio stations you can't see also as well on uh, wow. on social media. Wow. Now, this is all meta. This is yeah. Facebook and Instagram, the two they own. What's kind of happening on the Google side of it? Because I know Meta from the start has sort of said, well, we're not cooperating. There's no way. But Google seems to have been a bit more uh, willing to discuss how how they could sort of make things work in this situation. That hasn't worked out so far, but what's it looking yeah. like from Google's Bo- end so Both far? companies have had objections to the bill. Um, Google has definitely been more open to discussion. Yeah. And and I think the major part that is a little bit more frustrating with Meta's decision already, because again, the bill isn't hasn't come into effect yet, right? Yeah. So they're not being hurt by this bill at this time is the regulations still haven't really come out. So we don't know the fine details of of exactly how this is going to work. Mm -hmm. And so Google has been a little bit more, we'll share our concerns, we'll talk with you, we'll negotiate with you. They haven't quite gone so far as to pull the trigger to say they're going to remove news from Google search. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a positive is at least they're kind of at the negotiating table. Um, Whereas Meta has basically said, no, we're not even going to talk about it. So the positive there is um, Google is at least still at the table and Meta has just uh, said, no, I don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. So essentially this means in the future, if Google says, well, we're going to, we're going to definitely block news. If you search up Fort St. John local news or something, it's not going to show you anything. It won't connect you to energeticcity.ca or the Alaska Highway News or CJDC, yep. right? It'll just and and same thing. Any anyone, yeah. um, we still kind of don't know the ins and out of how it would look if they even go forward and do it. And that's kind of where we're at. Is it's we're just in this gray period right now. We just don't know what is going to happen and what yeah. might not happen. And so that's where probably to one of your further questions, it's more we really just want to encourage people to understand that they can't rely on those services to get news they need to start going and finding it for themselves Mm -hmm. so so far um i wonder if we could talk quickly about what you've seen the impact you've had it's had so far on kind of what's happened because of course we share news articles from energeticcity.ca we advertise from the website energeticcity.ca have you seen a big change in Mm -hmm. the number of people who are viewing energeticcity.ca because we can't tell them to go visit our website on Facebook anymore by clicking the links? Yeah, we we definitely have. Um, And I know that's been universal. I was on a couple phone calls earlier this week, uh, Zoom meetings with other publishers in Canada, um, talking about the bill and and what has happened uh, with Meta in particular. And yes, we've definitely seen a drop in traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's probably in the round, in the range of thirty percent less um, than what it was, and we're we're kind of still waiting because it's 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 not as simple as just saying yesterday was lower than the same day last week. It also depends on the stories that we write, right? If there's a more popular story, it it might not matter whether it's on Facebook or not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we are still finding people going to the site. There's still traffic there. There's still lots going on. It's just I also we've also kind of started to see a pattern where it's a little bit delayed, right? Because if you've made a conscious effort to go to the site to read any articles that we publish, you're probably doing it at night or first thing in the morning, or maybe you're subscribing to an email that we send out, right? And so you're, you're, the habit of like 
you see it on your Facebook feed and click on it and read it instantly isn't happening anymore. It's mm -hmm. more you're making that point. So we're seeing um, stories being read later. So mm -hmm. not immediately when they're published, but maybe a day later. Interesting. Now, <clears throat> there is a side to this where, uh, if I remember kind of just reading the bill quickly, agreements can be made between companies and, and, and Meta and Google perhaps to, to uh, come to some sort of compensation sort of agreement, mm -hmm. I guess, where they would pay you to do that. Now, there are some companies in Canada that already had this before yes. this bill came out, and they were bigger. So can you kind of talk a bit about what that might look like, uh, like from the standpoint of a small news organization? Because you can sort of imagine that it would be much easier for a Global News or a CBC or a Bell mm -hmm. Media mm -hmm to make an agreement with Facebook because they're enormous yeah. and they own news stations and, and whatnot all over the yeah. country, as opposed to you where you own one and yeah. it's here in Fort St. Yeah. So I, I have, I have my feelings on the bill and I don't know that it was necessarily the right approach, but we're also in a position now where yes, there were publications um, across the country that already had agreements with Google and Meta. Some had agreements with both, some one or the other, um, and some agreements. Well, all the agreements, excuse me, were all secret. No one knew. No one knows what they are. No one knows what the dollar amount is. What yeah. was in those agreements? And that's, I think, the bigger challenge from a integrity and journalism standpoint is that that you just didn't know right there was a rumor that one large publication was getting a third of their expenses paid for by google right uh -huh. and and depending on your thoughts on all kinds of different topics I, I don't think that's fair for no one to know what those deals are right and then where it gets even more complicated where at this point i i don't again support the bill but i we're at this point where well if other people are receiving funding. The question is still in our world, will we take the funding if we ever get it? Uh, that's still, uh, no one, like this This is, sorry, I'm gonna slight tangent here. I don't know what this means to us in any dollar amount, right? Yeah. No one can tell me, well, this is going to be $100 a week uh, or a month or $10,000, right? And and that's the frustrating part is like, I don't know if this actually matters to mm -hmm. us at the end of the day, right? And, and if we and want you to don't, participate. You don't know if that's gonna be codified as part of the bill's yeah. sort of law, is yeah. it has to be at least yeah. this or whatnot, because yeah. those agreements were just made between two private organizations yeah. previously. And so so to your question, I think the, the challenge, of course, is always going to be for any independent organization, and, and I think this applies to all business uh, across the board, right? If you are a larger corporation, you have more people, more staff, more influence. You have the ability to make these deals and organize these deals with, um, you know, in this case, Google and, and Meta. Whereas we, it's 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 just us here, right? And mm -hmm. I have no idea whether we're getting any money or the right amount. This, you know, again, but there's still we don't even know how this could affect us and if we want to participate in it. Because there's mm -hmm. also those questions as well too, and that remains to be seen. And so there's there's really is. Uh, there, there are so many unanswered questions and so many things. And other than the fact that we've been told a lot of the, you know, the, the minister from the federal government side of things, the Facebook people, um, they're all on vacation apparently right now. So nothing's oh, happening wonderful. right now. <laughs> but in the next two weeks, all of it could change again, right? Because rules come out or regulation, suggested regulations come out, they'll take some feedback. And so, yeah, we don't know what, what could happen. And it's changing, you know, day by day. Mm-hmm. 
So, and if you if you really want to just be able to continue to read the news from us, from others, yep. from from larger organizations, Canada wide, whatnot, what what what's what should we be doing? I yeah. guess it's it's making a point to visit the website. Yep, making apps. making a point to make sure that you still are informing yourself, right, and being a part of the community. And and so yeah, it is going to be uh, go to the website of the news organization that you like to read and that you like to follow. Um, depending on the news organization, most now do have you know an email newsletter that you can sign up for. Some will have mobile apps. Um, there's a variety of, you know, everybody's got a little bit of a different technique, but mostly those are the main ones. And then you will still find news on things like, well, we'll call it Twitter, whatever it's called today, X, <laughs> um, and uh, and TikTok. There's still videos and those types of things, right? So the, the big thing is definitely, you know, it, we have to get out of the habit of relying on Facebook to show us a story. You now have to actually go and look for it. So bookmark your favorite news site and check it out, you know, daily weekly whatever the case may be in in your time in your world that you can make some time to do that all right well i mean we'll be obviously keeping a very close eye on this as uh, things continue to change and we'll see what the government introduces with more uh, tangible i suppose mm-hmm. um rules and whatnot to, yeah. to come in the next weeks adam thanks for uh, taking a few minutes to Thank chat you. with us about this it's Adam Rayburn, the uh, owner and general manager of EnergeticCity.ca and Moose FM. We'll be right back to talk about cricket in the North Peace right after this on Moose Talks. Welcome back to the show. Now we're talking about cricket, specifically cricket at Fort St. John in the North Peace, as it is a very popular sport um, in North America, but you don't, you know, it's not as popular as hockey, baseball, that sort of thing. But uh, they did have their county cricket league cup recently so to talk all about cricket in the north peace and uh what things are going on there we're joined now by the vice president of the north peace cricket foundation sneal mystery sneal welcome to moose talks thank you thank you Doug. thanks for walking over from next yeah. door at merwin optical <laughs> yeah. there so we know that's your day job uh yeah. kind of fitting people for eyeglasses but you also play a lot of cricket uh when you're not doing that Absolutely. can you try to explain cricket to us uh, for people who've maybe heard of the sport but have never watched it played or or, or, or understand how it's played. Yeah, it's pretty close to like uh, playing baseball where yeah. from one end a baller throws the ball, the other one the, the other end the batter hits it, and the fielder tries to catch it or stop it. It's a bit more intense because the ball is a bit harder and yeah. uh, the fielder doesn't wear a glove. But overall, pretty enjoyable and it happens pretty fast. Yeah. I know I was holding the ball there for a second. If you want, just uh, hold that up in yeah. your hand so we could see it if you happen to be watching it on uh, the video. It's kind of the size of a baseball, but uh, you dropped it on the table and yeah. went, Koop! and I, I held it. It's it's much harder. So yeah. I can imagine uh, you get some slap on that bat with it. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. The bat <laughs> needs to be knocked in before you can even try and play it. And that's why this thing, you kind of knock it in quite a oh, few times I see. and then it's ready to be played yeah so you use that uh device to kind of kind of knock yeah it in, knock yeah. yeah make the bat Bats. ready for hitting yeah, the ball absolutely. the pitch is circular ish right yeah the ground is circular we call the pitch uh actually the pitch is where we actually pitch the ball because unlike I baseball the, uh, the ball needs to hit the ground before it reaches the batsman or the batter so that oh, okay. actual pitch is like uh, 20 meter by 3 meter wide. Mm-hmm. And that has to be, there's a few different styles, but uh, the one we use here is like uh, 
concrete underneath and there's a underlay and then there's a mat over top of it i see it's smooth but at the same time a bit hard yeah so the ball has to bounce once before before the batsman can hit it for it to be i guess a legal pitch i suppose eh? okay um and then the rest of the field, as I said, is circular. Are Pretty people circular. all around, or is it kind of like baseball where there's no players behind home plate, but they're kind of out, kind of in all the other angles? Yeah, to it catch is at the 360 ball. degrees, and yeah. that's where you can run. That's we call it run, or there's also a boundary or home run, but it's mm-hmm. all the way around. It's not like just on one side. Okay. Yeah. And is scoring similar to baseball? You score one run, you get a point, or is it a little different? Pretty close, yeah. And then you just run back and forth. So you run from one end to the other, you run, you hit the ball, you run to the other end, it's one run. I see. And then there's also home run, which we call six runs, when the ball goes over the boundary without touching the ground. Okay, so if you knock it out of the park, park essentially, yeah, then you get six, six points runs. for that. Correct. Okay. Is that, in your opinion, a lot more difficult to do than it is to hit a home run in baseball? Uh, well, I haven't played baseball, so I wouldn't say okay. that. But yeah. Does it happen a fair amount when you it play? It does, yeah. 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 There's a few different formats, and then, yeah, there's more intense, more relaxed. And then I'm not sure if you ever heard, but the cricket, the actual original cricket, we call it test cricket, they go on for five days. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It's pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty long. But, I, yeah. I was going to mention that because I think I've heard cricket scores. They can, they can be up in the hundreds in some cases, oh, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a shorter format that we play, like mostly in general in Canada too, which is okay. called 20 overs, meaning if you pitch the ball six times, that's one over. So you pitch basically one inning 120 times. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So wow. It's, it's a still shorter format, which still lasts three hours, but yeah. Yeah, so it's a very if you play it in its original form or it's, oh, it's it, it can yeah, last. In my school long. days, we used to do that, but now the things have changed, and of course, mm-hmm. the energy levels are low. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. but essentially, you play cr- uh, a cricket match over a weekend. Yes, absolutely. Okay, do you do it in like sort of segments? Then is it like you play for three hours, everyone takes a break, they come back and continue, or is the game going continuously? So a game is roughly three hours, whereas two innings. So one inning, one team bats, and then the other inning, the other team bats. That lasts for three hours. I see. And then usually, because we have four teams in Fort Saint John. uh, we have to do two games, mm-hmm. and then yeah, for the first game, after the first game, there's a break, and then the second game. So it's pretty much the whole day. Yeah, incredible. Well, as I said, this is a fairly popular sport worldwide, but I think in North America we don't hear about it as much. Not really. But how did it come to Fort St. John then? So when I was a student, uh, there were only like four or five of us, of us from India. Mm-hmm. We started. Uh, with some other people who work at Tim Hortons, they were from India too. So we just started uh, with not any of these balls, with like an actual tennis ball yeah. at the baseball diamonds. We just, you know, just to do something on the weekend. And from there, then people joined in. And then later on in 2017, I think, uh, yeah, in 2016, December, the North Peace Cricket Foundation was established. Mm-hmm. And since 2017, summer, we've been hosting the tournaments every year. Wow. Has there always been four teams in the tournament? Or uh, it there depend? used to be uh, four or five. There's one team from Dawson Creek they used to come, but then after a while it got too busy for them, right? Because yeah. the first game has to start early, like 8 or 9, so that we finish it before the dark. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they opted out, and I think they have their own. But we've had people coming from, like, even Fort Nelson traveling 
just on the weekend just to play the game. Wow. Yeah. How, how many team uh, people are on a team, by the way? So each team would have a 15-member squad. And from okay. for 15 uh, at a time, like 11 each would be allowed to play. And I see. Four risks. So four teams, like r- roughly 60 at a time. Okay. But since all like five years, we have had like at least 200 players in and out. Like some of them moved. The mu- new people came in. Yeah. Okay. So and and so essentially, this league always has four teams in it all from pretty four or five years. And then we do have uh, like from all those four teams, we do make a team at the end of the tournament, and then they go to Grand Prairie, Prince George, Edmonton, and then also we had recently had uh, Prince George come in to Fort Saint John to play a friendly game. I see. Why do you think this sport is is? Um as popular as as it is, what do you, what do you think is makes it so much fun to play? I think it's pretty exciting. Like when this, like the ball travels when the baller throws a ball to the batsman, it travels at an average speed of 125 to 140 kilometers an hour. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty exciting. Like for me myself, I've been playing it for years, and it also is a good practice, good uh, cardio, I could say. Yeah, and yeah, it's. Uh, Something to do on the weekend too, right? So it's yeah. <laughs> is the pitcher might not be the right? Is uh, you used a different term? The guy who throws, throws the ball, the bowler, the bowler. Okay. Yeah. Is there objective to sort of strike out the batsman, kind of like in baseball, where the pitcher yeah, is trying to strike out the batter? There's a few different ways they can do that, yeah. and then uh, we usually play in front of three sticks. We call it stumps. So if the baller throws the ball, the batsman tries to hit it, and if it misses, and if it, the ball hits the sticks or the stumps, then you're out. Okay. And then if the batsman is successful in hitting the ball, but the fielder catches it directly without any bounce, that's out. Mm-hmm. Same thing like in baseball where you try where the ball comes to the base, and so we call it run out. Yeah. Where you, the batsman tries to take a run, but in the meantime, the fielder p- picks up the ball and hits the sticks, then it's out. So there's two different see. ways. Just okay. So you can get the batsman out by picking up the ball and, and so hitting those those sticks, three, the three sticks yeah. before they kind of run back. Okay. Correct. <laughs> Fascinating yeah. sport. Um, if someone's listening right now and they're like, that sounds like a lot of fun or I'd like to get involved. Yeah. Um, what can they do to do so? I suppose the season's probably getting close to being ending here. Hey? We are done with the internal league, but yeah. we, like from the four teams, now we'll be going to Grand Prairie in a couple of weeks here. They have a tournament. Uh, but if somebody wants to get in, we do also play indoors at the uh, soccer field, the indoor soccer field. Oh, okay. All with right. a tennis ball, of course, just because yeah, it's too hard <laughs> yeah. for the indoors. So somebody, if they want to give it a try, they can always try, come in and try it on the weekend. Uh, usually it starts in December. They can shoot us an email at uh, northpeacecricket at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook, North Peace Cricket Foundation. And, yeah, they can just uh, join in. Awesome. Well, uh, Sneal, I'm really uh, happy you came by with some props to yeah. show us. I can't get over how hard that ball is. <laughs> I just keep imagining what that would be like to miss catching it and, like, Absolutely. get it hit at you. <laughs> It's not as dangerous, but it's fun. I won't scare anyone. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for being here, Sneal. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for inviting. You're very welcome. That's uh, Sneal Mystery, again, the vice president of the the North Peace Cricket Foundation. My thanks to our guests, Adam Rayburn and Sneal Mystery, for joining us today. 
As we said in the first segment, make sure you stay up to date every morning with local news delivered straight to your inbox. You can sign up for the energeticcity.ca newsletter right now over at energeticcity.ca slash newsletters. While there, we've got a couple other newsletters you can check out, including the Peace Politics and Summer Events newsletter. Sign up now at energeticcity.ca slash newsletters. Well, that's our show for today. Trey Lopashinsky and Jordan Prentice are the producers of Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. Be well. Thanks for listening to this EnergeticCity.ca podcast. EnergeticCity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join.